0: All right, I want to thank Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has been so great for everyone out there who bets player props. And even if you want to get more into player props, I recommend checking out Thrive Fantasy online or download the app. They do all kinds of different things. They've got daily fantasy style contests, DFS contests, uh, where you build a lineup with player props they have player prop parlays with the best payouts in the industry seriously if you like player props you've got to check out thrive fantasy online download the app put in promo code sbd when you sign up that's going to get you a deposit match up to 100 it's thrive fantasy promo code sbd Final recorded podcast until I'm back in town. Currently in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Uh, So today we're going to replay an episode about fading the public. Should we fade the public? What does that even mean? Hope you take something away from this, and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily. Right, so let's get to it. Public money, public money. It's so popular these days. You hear everyone on Fox Sports and ESPN. Well, we're fading the public, fade the public. We're, look where the public money is. We're going the other way. So today we'll talk about really why that's not important at all. And if you've been listening to my show now for a while, you you kind of see my frustrations with the lack of knowledge in the public about sports betting, people don't know what the hell they're talking about, yet they have shows on VSIN and ESPN and Fox Sports. It's like, what's going on here? You know, I mean, and I have a couple of theories. I think that this is such a tough, detailed, nuanced industry that people just don't have the time to really understand the industry because they're worried about their actual job. Right. When they show up at ESPN, if they had 12 hours during the day to handicap and look at lines, and look how the market moved, they would understand what I understand. But they probably show up and they have a, a, a production meeting and they have a meeting with their boss and they talk about the TV production and they got to do makeup for the show. And it's, oh, who are you on today? That's why they're always taking square picks. That's why everyone, you know, on ESPN and, and especially v right, v is a television pro, uh, uh Station and it's actually on like FUBO and some other things too. Vsin is like dedicated to sports betters. It's a it's a TV uh channel for sports betters. And there's supposed to be all these experts and professionals. And actually it's pretty funny. I was watching on YouTube the other day, just kind of going through YouTube watching some stuff, and it came up, it recommended that I watch a Billy Walters interview. And it was a good interview. It was by VEASAN, and it was before the Super Bowl. And look, the content of the, of the interview was great. I actually recommend everyone watch it. But what I found funny was that I kept looking at, again, this was before the Super Bowl. So I kept seeing all the picks that a lot of their professionals, quote unquote, at VEASAN were giving out. Now, the one thing that we never want to do is go back and be and be uh, the, the Monday morning quarterback, right? We don't want to go back and, and look in the past and criticize people for their picks. That That's what losers do. That's not a good way to approach sports betting, right? After the fact, criticizing. But you can learn a lot about people just by the nature of the bets they make. A lot of my friends who, sorry to say, don't know what the hell they're doing in sports betting, they bet a lot of overs. They bet a lot of square picks. They bet a lot of favorites, right? Uh, they don't bet a lot of, you know, did you know that the Detroit Lions went like 11-6 and 6 against the spread last year? Now, how many of you were taking Detroit plus 8, plus 10, plus 12? Not many of you. So that's the point, right? That people out there who really don't win a lot in sports betting, they take a lot of favorites, they take a lot of uh, overs, and it's funny because during the VEASAN interview for the Super Bowl, and you come back and watch it yourself. This is all recorded. This is all out there for everyone to see. It's funny. Every, like, every one of their pros was on over for, like, all these props. Joe Burrow rushing yards over. Joe Burrow passing yards over. Joe Burrow completions over. Joe Burrow pass attempts over. You know, (laughs) it's just like, and, and look, again, they may have all hit. They may have all not hit. It's just funny because when you get a lot of people betting overs, betting favorites, I tend to say, yeah, they don't really know what the hell they're doing. Okay, and so when these guys on v who are supposed to be these professionals, it's like they don't know any more than you guys know, you know, at least they dress it up like they do. But I promise you, I've read articles from their pros, you know, I've read articles from and I've seen interviews like they I'm not trying to rip on v That's not the point of today's show. It's just there's so much misinformation, bad information and just people who don't get what the hell they're talking about out there. And I think it's astonishing because it it keeps happening. Um, I saw on the same thing, I'll get off Visa in a sec. I saw that they, uh, one of their... Uh, Professionals or kind of go-to people they were putting out there is I don't know if he was a tout or they looked at him as like an expert or whatever in sports betting. But uh, he used to play college football at uh, the University of Colorado, and I know a lot about players who played at CU and went on to play in the NFL, so on and so forth. His name's Mike Pritchard, nice guy. Uh, I love him for what he did at the for the University of Colorado, but he's like being touted as one of these betting experts. I'm going, I know this guy. I've heard this guy for years. He just got hired because he used to play football, and they're trying to spit it into him knowing a lot about betting. So, look, I think that for those who have tuned into my show for a while now, it's obvious that we give good info, we help people win, but just be careful because today's topic, public money, it's just – It's amazing how wrong the average person out there, even on TV, can get it. So let's talk about public money. Before we get into the idea of public money, let's distinguish the two types of sports books that exist. There are market-making books, and there are retail sports books. Now, market-making sports books account for roughly, I don't know, 1% to 5% of all sports books out there. Because now that you get sports books popping up all the time... You know, pretty much every new sports book is a retail sports book. So, a market making sports book is one that does just that. They make the market. I mean, you may not know this, but the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, every sport, it's usually originated or the line is developed by only one sports book, if not only a couple. It's generally one, if not two. Even the NFL, a huge sport like the NFL. So, what happens is, a market-making book will open up a line and then a lot of professionals will move that line. So in hockey, a sport that I bet a lot, let's use that as an example. Bet online is the market-making book for hockey. Bet online opens up the line before anybody else. Now, I will give DraftKings a little bit of credit because they try and open them up kind of early, but it's not nearly enough if you want to win long-term. So, Bet Online will open up hockey lines mid-morning for the for the following day. And within the first five to fifteen minutes, those lines are moving. So let's use a hypothetical game here. Let, let, let's just use a game because I want to be able to play this back at, at different times. So we're not going to use a game going on tonight per se. But let's just say the Colorado Avalanche are playing the Minnesota Wild. And let me jot this down so I can follow along with you guys too. Uh, Colorado, we'll say, is minus 120, okay? So, Colorado minus 120 at home against Minnesota. Well, let's say the line moves from Colorado minus 120 to Colorado minus 150, okay? A lot of the professionals out there thought the line was wrong. Colorado had some value. So, the line moves from minus 120 to minus 130 to minus 140 to minus Okay, money keeps coming in whether it's a max bet or it's a a better that the bookies really respect because books move and and especially market making books move based on generally based on the amount of money coming in uh if they get a max bet they'll typically move the line but if it is a professional better that they recognize and respect they may move it a little bit more but either way uh, market making books move both based on action and based on who they're taking the bets from so let's say some respected people come up and bet colorado at minus 120 at the max limit and it moves to minus 130 and they bet him again at minus 130 and moves to minus 140 and they bet him again at minus 140 so now the colorado avalanche have been bet all the way up to minus 150 okay just move from minus 140 to minus 150 and all of a sudden the betting stops So Colorado at this point is minus 150 and Minnesota in our hypothetical examples, I don't know, uh, plus let's say plus 130. Okay. So now we've got Minnesota plus 130, Colorado minus 150. And all of a sudden the betting is tapered off. The action is stopped. What that means when the action stops for the market making books, is that the professionals making the early bets see no more value because to reiterate, we only make bets when the lines are incorrect. When the lines are right, priced correctly, we we move on. There's no value there. So someone out there, some of these professionals, saw value in Colorado all the way up to minus 140, potentially minus 145, but they stopped at minus 150. They said, okay, boom, we're done here. The value's gone. And by definition, if there were any value left on Minnesota, there would be some pros coming back on the other side and swinging it back to Minnesota. But in our example, the betting's pretty much stopped. At this point in the process do all the other books open their lines up. So now DraftKings and BetMGM and FanDuel and all these other books now open up Colorado -150, Minnesota +130. If you don't bet at an opening or at a market-making sports book, you will never have the opportunity to bet the good lines. They're all gone by definition by time they get to BetMGM or time by time they get to DraftKings or the sports book that you bet at. So, now that we know how market-making books work, And how retail books work, you know, you cannot actually see why betting early is so important to win. But either way, I digress. Now that we know how market-making books and retail books work, we can talk about the myth of public money. Because what happens is, once those lines reach the retail books, they don't move too often. Now, they will sometimes, especially for bigger games like the Final Four or the Super Bowl or whatever. They will move based on some, some money out there from average bettors. But in general, lines aren't moving a ton once they reach the retail books. So by definition, this whole public money or pros versus Joes, where's the public on, where's the Joe? It's irrelevant because all the professionals in our example have Colorado minus 120 and minus 130. So if you say, well, we're on Colorado today because the public loves Minnesota at plus 130, that's irrelevant if, if you say, well, we're on Minnesota today because the public loves Colorado at minus 150, that's irrelevant. All of the professionals had a different line altogether. Okay, now let's use, a, let's use an NFL game because a lot of you like to bet the NFL, or let's use NBA. It's NBA season. A lot of you like to bet the NBA. Okay, if the Denver Nuggets, and I know I'm using Colorado teams, I am in Colorado. If the Denver Nuggets are minus four against the LA Lakers, okay, an LAB plus four. Same example. Let's say it opens up at bet online or uh, the retail or the excuse me, the market making sports book, which is we will use bet online. So let's say it opens up and same example. Denver gets bet up from four to four and a half to five to five and a half to six. OK, so now Denver is minus six after opening up minus four and the L.A. Lakers are plus six. And this goes out to all the retail books. It doesn't matter if ESPN says, hey, we're on the Lakers today plus six because all the public loves Denver minus six. You see what I'm saying? The line that the pros got was Denver minus four, LA plus four. So when you hear ESPN saying the public money's either on Denver minus six or LA minus six, that's all super irrelevant. It doesn't matter at all. The line has been moved. Now, if we're talking opening lines, that that makes a difference. But you're betting into a bad number anyway. So just think about it this way. If a professional has Denver minus four, do you really want Denver minus six? It's a bad number. But if the public loves the LA Lakers, then a lot of people on ESPN might love Denver minus six, just based on the amount of public money coming in at LA, at LA plus six. So, and you may say, well, what about LA? The, the line's moved. Yes, the line's moved. But if the line moved to Denver minus six, On the market making book, if there were value in the L.A. Lakers, according to the professionals, according to the syndicates, according to the millionaires who control the market, if they thought that L.A. should be plus five, not plus six, that line would have moved before it even got to the retail sports books. So if you bet the L.A. Lakers plus six, yes, you're technically getting the best of the number. But what you're also saying is I see something that dozens of professionals overlooked, and I'm right about it more than 55% of the time. That's what that means, which is not going to happen too often. So either you're getting a bad number that no one else agrees with you on, on the Lakers, or you're getting a bad number taking the Denver Nuggets way too late in the process. So it doesn't matter where the public money is. It doesn't matter if 65% of the money is on one side or wherever. it's, It's completely fake It's just a way now look it can be a tool. you can you can see where the public's coming and it can be a small tool in your process but it's used often as a deciding factor. It's used often as well we're gonna fade the public when really when you understand how this industry works and how numbers work and how lines develop, fading the public is it doesn't exist. You're just fading a public point of view for a bad number anyway. So if there's one takeaway from today's show, you've got to bet early betting early is the best way to bet. And if you want to avoid vigs, Altogether, Avoid that minus 110. You've got to check out Better Edge. B-E-T-T-O-R, Edge. You can bet VIG free with them. Put in promo code SBD when you're signing up. You'll get a free $20 to play around with. But I promise you, betteredge.com allows VIG free betting. And you can you can take away a lot of this headache and the whole public you know, betting nonsense if you just sign up with Better Edge. So that's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. But that's how it works. You've got to bet early in this process. You've got to get the best of the numbers. Otherwise, you're always going to be chasing your tail. And look, Wednesday's shows are for more advanced bettors, okay? I understand that. And this is for if you want to take the next step betting. I don't just want to give picks or make things, you know, super dry on here. I want to educate those who really do want to take things to the next level. And it seems, I understand a lot of what I say may seem difficult. Uh, may seem like a lot of work, but that's what it is. Winning in sports betting is a hard job. It's a lot of work. You got to stay glued to the screen. You got to be there for opening lines. You got to be dedicated to this. But I, d- I understand that fading public money doesn't matter at all unless you're fading public money at an opening number. So hopefully you learned a little bit on today's show. There's not that much going on today. What do we have? Some NBA, little NHL. Uh, so yeah, whatever you have going on tonight, hope you cash some of those winners. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.